0: How many are you excited about the word this morning? I don't preach for um, to be emotional, or to play with your emotions, or to just rev you up, or to. I don't do that. I'm just passionate about the word of God, and I'm passionate about what God has done for me in my life, in me, and through me. Let's begin to to bring our minds in before. We hear the word of God. Let's be on one accord. So let's just sing this this piece with me real quickly. You just heard it, so I know you know the words to it. Oh. Keep going. There's something in that. I think John was trying to explain it to you when he was going through this. <clears throat> you are beautiful. Oh. Keep singing. It's my prayer that while you're singing that the spirit of God just breathe on us for this word. You are beautiful. Oh, you can actually close that door for me as well. Oh, Oh. we're coming to a close. Oh, you're beautiful. How many of you actually feel beautiful today? Raise your hand. Be honest with yourself. And it's okay if you don't. Because the truth of the matter is... No matter how conceited I get No matter how great I look I don't always feel On the inside The way I may present it Show of hands Let's see those hands How many of you feel beautiful this morning? Hands down I want to pray a prayer Because I want to release I want to shake up this atmosphere Shake up this ground Loosen up the soil So so I'm not Um, struggling in the spirit to preach this word so that it can just flow and transition pretty smoothly. Father, spirit of the living God, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you praise this morning, Father. These are your people who have decided today to come to the hospital to find hope, to find strength, to find breakthrough. Father, we thank you for releasing the antibiotics today, releasing the medicine, releasing the things that we need, and the people who don't necessarily feel beautiful this morning. Father, it is my prayer, it is John's prayer, it is Dave's prayer, that when they leave this place today, that they be transformed, stronger and greater and mighty, that they will begin to see a glimpse of who you've called them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. So I was, I was, uh, uh, in the office just trying to get to myself and, and, uh, Fred came in and said, uh, you know, Len's, Len's mom <laughs> said, I thought this was a, a church. It looks like a chop shop. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. But it's very much so a church. Uh, but the challenge is that sometimes, uh, in our life and, and, and what we go through, it feels pretty much not just like a chop shop, but it feels <laughs> spread out. It feels like there's a car seat here, a steering wheel there, you know, a bumper here, <laughs> a fender, whatever that is there. And sometimes it gets so bad, I don't know if you can see this over here, I don't want to hold it up because I don't want to get cut, but it, it, it rots out and Let's see you think i Oh yeah, help me out. Yeah. No, it's not. But yeah, just just be careful. I I heal easier. I'm a lot younger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so as you see, it 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 rusts out. And sometimes in our life, things we go through, it 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 gets like this. And and I promise you, when John bought this, it was a beautiful color paint. He loved driving. It was and was paint actually? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was. You put, this paint on. you put that. Okay. And he'd come down the hill over the hump. And, and his hair be waving riding through and he's right? <laughs> right? but <laughs> yes yes thank you but 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 the the and and it's good that we can laugh and that we can have fun about this because it's not that type of uh uh congested word and sometimes people um don't really understand where is lefty gone with this cuz sometimes i get passionate and and i and, and I, I come uh i can come across as being John the Baptist repent oh <laughs> yeah and sometimes all right but it's it's just a passion in me. But um, the topic of this message is I survived the accident. The topic of today's message is I survived the accident. That's good news, actually. See, some of us, uh, we and and please. Keep in mind that when I share, I'm not just talking to you, so I'm also talking to me. So please forgive me if I don't respond to any upcoming emails this week from this word, because I'm letting everyone know that when I'm talking to you, there's like fingers right here. See, they point back to me. So we're just talking. We're family. We're just talking. And um, sometimes we go across our day as if... uh, uh, it's not a chop shop, and it's not spread out, and it has that nice paint on the, on the car when John first boarded, and 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 the top is down, and the wind's just blowing through my hair, and it's just really cool, right? And but on the inside, we're crying. Uh, on the inside, he's saying, "I've been coming to church twenty years, and 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 I still feel." Like I'm, I'm, I'm as far away from the Father today as I was 20 years ago. And, and, and because there are times that we, we, we retreat to isolation, um, we, we begin to create a shell effect, which I've preached before, where we're numb to what takes place. Let me give you a definition, and I want to show you one video. Don't play it, but you can cue it up for me, please, Gene. Thank you so much for all that you do for us. We appreciate you. The definition of an accident is an unfortunate incident that happens unexpectedly and unintentionally, typically resulting in damage or injury. give you another one. An event that happens by chance... Or that is without apparent or deliberate cause. Lefty, that sounds really good that you gave me the Webster's dictionary on that. How's that helping me with my issues I've been dealing with this week or last week or, or or last month or this year? Um so if you're up and you're saying, Why me, Lord? Uh well I've been dealing with this and I've been going through this, uh it it, it, it it's not purposely to have you stressed out, crying, and and he still cares. Good, that that's that's good news he he yeah he cares smile smile yeah. i want you to pay attention to before she plays it i want you to pay attention to this 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 yeah don't play it yet you can enlarge it i want you to pay attention to this 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 uh this first thing because you see a bumper and you see things of a car and you see a chair uh, we don't see the seatbelt. We don't even see the steering wheel. I couldn't get it off. I wanted the whole car in here. Fred said, Fred th- don't even think about it. But I, I need you to, th- 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 because sometimes we go through stuff, and and, and and the only way that we can actually be real with one another is if we find something in the natural that we can relate to, to just say, Look, I don't really want to tell you what I'm dealing with, but it looks kind of like that. And in this clip, you're going to see that, that this nice car, it's not just any car, it's a Mercedes-Benz, and I love Mercedes-Benz. In fact, before I moved here, I sold mine, and I hate to part ways with it, and I sold it. Fully loaded, leather, had the phone in the car. It was, oh, my God, I love my Benz. It's my baby next to my three babies, and you're my baby, yeah, that's my baby. And so what happens is, you know, sometimes we go through stuff and it feels like we're being pushed back and being pushed back. And, and, and no matter how beautiful we are, no matter how expensive and rich uh, 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 the father says that we are in terms of strength, in terms of quality. Sometimes things we go through has a tendency to just seem like it's just overpowering us. And pushes us back, 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 back. And then as if that's not enough. And then it begins to just tumble over us and crush and go on top. And then that and that. Let's take a look. That's tough. That's, that's, that's tough. So sometimes it feels like it wasn't, yeah. Sometimes you go through stuff and, and, and that's what we tell God, Randy. Yeah, that, that wasn't an accident. No, see, 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 I know what an accident is because the last issue I had, I was able to bounce back from. See, see, the last issue I had, I was able to roll out of bed from. But this time, this hit, this, this specific uh 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 course of action uh it it, it backed me up and it crushed me and, and 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 there's times when i go through things and and it left me with just this twitch now, i don't know if you noticed that beautiful car that the, the the headlight there was one light that just kept blinking and 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 it seems defeated but but if i just keep on blinking if i find hope in what i do have i i'm going to need you guys to actually really help me preach this thing uh, somebody listening. Somebody, Amen, Walls. Amen, Walls. Amen. 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 Somebody's with me. So I don't care how 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 anointed we feel we are, or or you may look at Dave and 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 John and me and say, "But you're pastors. You're the senior pastor. You're the associate pastor. You may look at Amy and Delphine, and what you lead worship, and you're playing on a worship team you may look at chelsea and but you play for the worship team right i don't care how you, you how how you dress it up on the inside I, I i wish that i had a church that 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 is willing to be vulnerable and willing to unclothe themselves uh not you know <laughs> but you you know where i'm going right before me and say hey hey dude i'm with you hey and, and, and see can i see that can i because because you know that, that's what he did with this. And some of you may say, uh, they planned that. His book came out. He's preaching that. Oh, it's going." On? Some people think that, you know, I, I didn't know his, his book was, was coming out. That I saw cards. I saw this. And, and so I had it hidden in my Bible because I didn't want him to see it and then say, oh, what are you doing? I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, so I, I, I had plans that really actually coincide with it, but I, I didn't know that this, I, I didn't know about this till yesterday. So, so, we, we have, we have somebody in the house, and, and, and we want to go to conferences, and we want to do this, and we want to do that, and that's great, I'm really for conferences. You know, I love History Maker, love Consume, love all this other stuff, right? But then there's things in the house that we have that, we don't, I'm tired of going to a conference, coming back, and still not changed. Still the same old, same old. When what we have is already in the house, so we have a person who's willing to be naked, and then say, hey, I'm broken for good. I know he said that all things work together for my good, for the good of them who love the Lord and those who are called according to His purpose. But but I'm broken for good. This time, I'm, I'm, that that little that little bulldozer that tried to back me up didn't keep me from coming on a Wednesday morning. See see this time uh, uh, that the bulldozer that tried to climb over the bench and crush me didn't keep me from soaking prayer. This time. The bulldozer that tried to keep my one eye blanket didn't keep me from coming in the house of the Lord on a Sunday instead of jogging and running. Woe unto to us when we pick a Sunday and we want to just be walking the dog instead of being in the house of the Lord, giving God the glory, saying, I am in a accident. Somebody going to be honest with me. Ryan, I know you with me. If, hey, if nobody else is with me, I know you are with me. You, Lynn, why, why are y'all picking the two of them? I'm with you, Lefty. They worked out a hospital. They understand the seriousness of an accident. You have certain window period where things need to be fixed, when you have to respond. And if you don't respond carefully enough in enough time, it could go from a minor problem to... Anybody know what that is? So I don't care how anointed we are. How well we claim to be. How well we claim to hold it together here in church. There has to be some vulnerability. You have to be willing to be vulnerable with one another. As I said earlier, this is what he's done in this book. Have to be some vulnerability in your life of some weaknesses of an accident. Something that makes you say, I've got to do better because I know better. Ah. 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 Ah, uh-huh. I have to do better because I know better. See, Caleb, who's nine months, EJ's five, and at some points Kiara, who's eight, don't really know much. Don't really. There's some things you know better than that. Then there's some things I know better. I've been in church. I've heard the whole story. I've repented. I've given my life to the Lord. I've been baptized. I, I know better. I got to do better. Let me give you an example. When we relocated here to Canada, uh, our world was shaken. There was an earthquake within an earthquake. And then when we actually got here within the earthquake, turned into a tsunami. And we were trying to do some damage control and, and monitor uh, uh, what can be salvaged and what needed to be just uh uh terminated or canceled out of our life right and and as a result of that when we came we came with two children right Kiara was six and EJ was three and and so they started a new school they got new friends I promise you I'm tying this into the word and we're getting into the word so some of you may be looking and say where is he going with this and 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 there was this thing and I think a few people remember this surely I know Cheryl did because she was at the school when this happened. Um, Kiara kept, uh, I don't want to say it's too loud. She may hear me back there. She kept peeing on herself. Right? You remember that? She kept, she kept peeing on herself. And uh, if she went a full day without an accident, she would come home and announce it. She'd be proud about it. You know, she'd be so happy. You remember when this was happening? Dave? say, Daddy, I didn't have an accident today. But on the day she had an accident... She would come to me uh, and her head would be down. Her, her, her head would be down. She wouldn't really want you to really notice it. And there'd be times you could still see it, but she, 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 she wouldn't want you to notice it. She felt bad about everything about her. And everything about her would change because she had the accident. Now, you've got to understand that this was all new to my family. I just told you the whole relocating and everything, new school, new friends, so forth and so on, Partridge and Petri. She was too nervous. She didn't have the discipline yet to control the bowels. She was worried, can I fit in? She had a discipline. I'm going somewhere with it, I promise you. It wasn't until she was able to calm down and make up in her mind, I'm not gonna keep peeing on myself. Lefty, that sounds good, but how in the world does this apply to me? At some point, I can say I have mess on me and I can feel when it's coming. The problem I have with some grown folks is they keep peeing or pooping on themselves in the areas of their life. When you know where it is that you're vulnerable and you know the area of weakness where it might rest. Everything isn't an accident. You're looking at me crazy. I said everything isn't an accident. So, 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 you know that you 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 you're vulnerable. Uh, uh, maybe with a woman or looking. You, you you remove yourself from that situation where it's no longer an accident. You know that you're vulnerable in another area. You, you have to finally come to a point where you tell yourself, I, I'm, I'm not pooping in this area of my life anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to call and set an appointment with John uh, uh, to deal with something from 1981 here in 2014 because I've decided in my life that area where that poop was, that area where that pee accident, I, I'm past it because now I, I've decided to say greater is he that is in me than he that is in the Lord. And some of you may say, well, Lefty, what are you talking about? You don't know what I've been through. That abortion, that addiction was so heavy. That's very much an accident. We have to come to a place in our life where we understand that we can't stay there. We got to keep working, we got to keep moving. And through the course of that, there's still a connection for us to walk alongside and get through as long as we keep moving. Finally, we're going to get to the word. Thank you for the amen. amen. So now we need to describe. The body of, 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 of this message, because we're talking about an accident, we're talking about uh, uh, different things that may occur. And I gave that example of my child, and you can place whatever it might not be the pee or the poop, but you know what areas where you had issues. And we come to the text, and we find Paul, and he's headed to to Troas. Troas translates uh, to mean penetrating. And we must know that in the life of every believer, there is always a penetrating moment when what you're going through doesn't just roll off you, but goes through you. Now, I'm sure everyone has gone through something in their life that they couldn't easily shake. So here we are with Paul. He tries to, and I was saying this to John um, earlier when I found out that I would be preaching, I was just giving him some insight on what I would be talking about. And, and Paul tries to recreate, in my opinion, uh, what took place on the, uh, the day of Pentecost. Everyone remember that? What took place on the day of Pentecost? So he comes in and, 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 and he, he decides that he's going to preach a sermon and preach a very long sermon. And you say, yeah, Lefty, you probably Paul. And he tries to preach and over in the window, there's a young man who, Who is no longer concerned or can no longer, church can no longer keep his attention. Many of you may have been there before. Where you're in church thinking about what you're going to eat when you leave. Where you're in church and you're saying, if this goes over a minute past the time we're accustomed to, I'm going to hold up the one finger and walk out before the benediction. Or, you know what? I got better plans than coming to a summit. I do realize that, that this is really amazing and that everyone's come here, but I've got other things to do, so I'll go worry about that. And what happens with Eutychus is he, he 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 looks out the window and the world grabbed his attention away from what was happening in church. Then he gets bored. Then he starts to get nodding. Some of you have been there. Can I borrow your glasses, honey, for- let me show you what my grandmother used to do. But boy, she used to be on point. She was good. She was a professional uh, 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 church sleeper. <laughs> true, true story. Am, am I, see, my grandmother, and I love her dearly. She's 76 years old. My other grandmother's 83. She's she's a professional church sleeper. She so wears her glasses, and it comes, it goes. It starts here. It ends about here and her Bible on her lap, and then she eventually falls asleep. But she's so professional at what she does because she always, amen, amen, amen. (laughs) She'd be right on point, too. I'd be like, huh? Grandma, you are asleep. I'm not sleeping, boy. Mind your business. (laughs) And she dare you to call her on it, too. Mind your business. I'm not asleep. What'd he say, Grandma? You know what he said. Just just hush, Quiet. (laughs) And so the world grasp grabs Eutychus' attention. He falls to sleep. And the scripture says he falls out of church. He didn't fall into it. He didn't walk out. He fell out of church. And the scripture says that he, he, he fell and dropped three levels. Fell three stories. I'm going to quickly try to explain uh, what I see with the third floor and the three levels. He falls three levels because he falls from the third dimension. The third dimension is the connection of time, energy, space, and matter. When you are connected with God, you supersede the third dimension. So here it is, he's on the third floor. And he falls out of connection. Many of you may have been there. I'm just dealing with what I'm dealing with too much. I'm not going to Soak in Prayer tonight. People, listen, I'm, th- this is not a negative message. But woe unto us when we have other things to do when instead of coming to Soak in Prayer. You see, Soak in Prayer was more packed than it's been in a while and what I don't understand is how can we fall out of church when from time to time we hear the miracles and the goodness of the testament of Jesus through healing and testimony when they're sharing this now I like to think that I'm sharing it a little nicer than what John would have shared it 20 years ago some of you who may have been with John this long you understand my humor Now, this is not a negative point to John, because what I've learned to come to understand and realize is that he's very passionate in the area of ministry. But being as young as I am, you try to learn from past history. So I'm trying to make it rated PG for you. And I heard him say that soaking prayer was going on at some point for four hours for years, not a month, not six months, for years. Let me, I got to mark this point because I don't want to lose this because I, I need to get back to you. Let me explain something to you. Many of us, now, now again, for those of you who probably don't remember, I'm talking about me too now. Many of us are just now. Walking into and reaping a harvest. Reaping a blessing. Reaping the benefits of what took place years ago when soaking prayer was four hours. You see, there was somebody behind the mountain preparing a way for you to step into to receive and grab all of what it is that he, that he has for us so it kind of it it, it, it kind of stirs me up a bit because we decide to become like Eutychus and and why he's preaching or or why there's worship going on and 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 we're saying, and I'm thinking about the words, "My life is not my own, to you I belong. My life is not my own. to you, I belong. I give myself away." And I can't help but to. Eh, oh God. Why? Because, see, I remember the accident. I remember when my mom was given two months to live and I'll be 33 this month. My mom will be 56 on Halloween and she's still here. See, I remember when I was in Germany. Germany. And, and I got a phone call that I had lost my child. See, you see three, but yeah, that's another story. And I had lost my child. And then in light of that, I almost lost my wife. But I told you that before. See, I remember the, the, the accident. So when I hear these things, I turn back to him. My life is not mine. you're beautiful. But when we win, I praise him. When we lose, I praise him. When you're a person of faith you defy what time it is. Let me help some people who don't understand where's Lefty going with this dimension stuff. When you're a person of faith, you defy what time it is. That does not mean that you're walking crazy and saying, nope, you say that. uh I'm not going through that. No, that bill not due. No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's your mess. Don't create a storm for me. But what you're saying is that your, your, your situation does not defy you, your praise does. Let me, let me rewind that. Your situation does not defy you, your praise does. And since my praise defies my situation, I don't have time to be a Eutychus. Tap your neighbor say, are you a Eutychus? Are you a Eutychus? Find out. Cause you got to know, see, you got to know who you sitting next to. And see, some of you so proud don't even want to do it. He ain't talking to me. I'm not going. I'm not even gonna cooperate. You speaking? You speaking that? And see, we 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 rebuke that spirit. Yeah. Ooh, Lefty said that. We rebuke that spirit. We are a church of change. A church of possessing the land. I think I heard John talk about that the last two years. So so. You defy what time it is. You defy where you are. People think you're happy and you're worshiping because nothing's wrong or you have it together. When you enter into the third levels, you understand that the God you serve is greater than the problem in front of you. You understand that the problem has no strength. He said death has no sting. Where is it? He said, by his stripes, we were healed. So Eutychus falls out of church. He falls flat, dead. This is the part, if you don't catch anything else, John often asks me, what do you want people to take away from? Okay, that sounds good. And I like where you're going with this. What do you want people to take away from? Open your spiritual ear, open your spiritual eyes, which rest in your heart. He drops and falls dead. Scripture says that Paul did what? He went down to the first floor, to the level where Eutychus was. We read it this morning. Which means he left from where he was. Some of us are so high and mighty on a high level because we're not in the season of sowing. Because we're not in the season of planting. Some of us are in our harvest. And we appreciate that. Because nobody wanted to be just walking around like this all the time. Right? But we, when we come into our kingdom. Or we come into our harvest. We forget. About. The person. Who fell out of church. And have fell splatted. On their face. Give you an example. I hear John often contend. For the uh, addiction ministry, no matter what. We, we, John always says, if I had a, ho- if I can just get a house, I would grab everybody. I would. So Paul left the third level and came down to where he was, and watch this. Scripture says, not lefty. He threw himself. When is the last time you have thrown yourself on somebody who is not at the level where you are? When is the last time you offered them over? for dinner, for coffee? When is the last time you went to Starbucks and interrupted a moment and and paid for the bill and didn't even want to be seen? When is the last time you just slid a card and said, that person right there, I want to take care of that? No, 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 no. don't let him know it's me. He threw himself on them and he hugged them. And the church didn't understand. I'm just paraphrasing as if I'm there. Often I like to create an atmosphere for you to see it in today's generation. The church, Joe said, he, he he he's dead. Leave him alone. We 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 got to get back to service. And Paul said, no no what? And the church said, hey man, he's it's over. That marriage you've been struggling with, it's over. Leave him, leave him. This this, this what they. Paul said, if I can get to him. See, see, you're gonna read it in the book anyway, but but there was a part where where John had this fall, and the problem that I have with people is in the community when you're trying to make the church grow this way instead of this way, people want to throw up the past, and what people fail to realize is yes, okay, John did this, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, okay. It took some time. A couple fractures, maybe broken neck, might even broke some bones in his back. Come to a moment where he couldn't even grab tissue to blow his own nose because even when he did, it didn't matter because the pain of the accident made tears fall, even the more. It's times when 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 when, when Dave was going through some some issues with with some can I? Yeah, he was, he was dealing with the Crohn's disease. And yet it felt like a crash. Lord, where are you? How am I gonna work with youth? How am I gonna keep a steady job? If I'm back and forth to this hospital? And the church, the world. When I say the church, I'm not talking about Jericho Road. People's perspective in the natural. The church says surely this men, these men are dead so what did paul do are you understanding where i'm going paul didn't stay high on his horse paul didn't say "Hey, not talking to me i'm gonna keep on preaching this sermon is too good this word is great nobody told him to be looking out the window no way if he just kept his eyes on the lord everything would be okay that's his business and after this word i got to keep going i got actually got plans to head to jerusalem <laughs> And then when we're done with the sermon, i got to let these guys know that they won't see me no more. So i got to deal with the fact that they're going to be crying and trying to understand what's happening. They don't understand. I'm almost at the end of my ministry. i got to keep working. He paused. Where's the pause moment for you? Where is it? Where, where, where's the inspiration that, that inspires you to say, I'm coming on a Wednesday and I'm not going to just sit here, but I'm going to get engaged. I'm not only going to get inspired, but I'm going to I- I- inspire the men of God who labor. their families who, who you, let, me, let, me, let me pause for a second. A lot of times i got to catch myself because I'm so focused about ministry that I forget about my family. And so sometimes if my wife don't give me that, see some of y'all don't know this, but she'll say, Jermaine. Just say my middle name, and I don't know what it is. I I can't explain it. For over a decade, I just it's something in my like secret compartment that when she says that, it it just nothing else don't matter. She knows how to unveil me and get my huh? It's something that when she says it, it snaps me out of whatever. Because your family is your first ministry. Oh, okay. anybody anybody understand that? We're trying. And so I'm going to come and be present and, and inspire these people, so they can continue to inspire me. So that when I go through a situation, he won't say, "No, nah, that's your problem." I'm off to India. You you deal with it. I got meetings in Nanaimo. You you deal with it. It's a day of the dream tour coming up. We got basketball. We got. I'm off the to what you What you talking about? We come to a place where where where. We as leaders, we leave where we are. We leave the third dimension, the third level, and come down and grab. And they said, wait, 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 what are you saying? And then it just began to, it's okay. It's okay. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you to the end of the earth. I love you. I care. You matter. You're my son. You are my daughter. Mm, Who I'm well pleased I'm pleased with you. It's okay. And the scripture says that when Paul threw himself on him and wrapped his arm around him, what happened? A resurrection took place. That's good news. And see, some of you who, who can't really understand where I'm going with this is because you've been numb for too long. There are situations in our lives that happen. We're holding on to these things too long. Some of you have been wet for years. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when you have these type of accidents, Dave, and you don't change it right away, not only will it stain, but boy does it stink! It stinks. And, and I'm not wet, Lefty. You're wet. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, Lefty. You stink. Get out of my office. <laughs> But I'm not, what? what are you talking about? I thought we were meeting today. <laughs> Listen, I, I can't even begin to meet with you and talk with you until you change your underwear. Until you change your pants. <laughs> See, some of you still think I'm talking about the bathroom <laughs> or the washroom. But I'm talking about the areas of our life or what we deal with from day to day. Sometimes we got to come to a point where we say, enough. I'm present. Here I am. Oh. Now we could work through other stuff because we've already begun to peel off layers. Somebody give God some praise. Some people still acting like that was for me. If it was for me, I'd be fine. But I said give God some praise. The man who, who, who forgave you. The man who forgave you. The man who washed you. The man who cleansed you. The man who gave you authority over everything in the earth. That when things and people come into your presence, it has to change. Because you've made up in your mind that you went from, you don't stay or operate at one level. Because he's given us, as we know, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. So we go up and down and through all the time. I'm downstairs today. Well, tomorrow I'm on this level. Next, I'm on the third floor. We don't stay at one particular situation. I want to show you how important it is as a church. As she gets the clip ready, don't play it. I want to show you how important it is as a church to, to connect with, have a Paul experience. I want to show you. See, Paul went down and he threw himself on him. And I promise you that was important to Eutychus, quite frankly, not because he was just dead. Some some people are spiritually and physically on life support. And they're not dead, but they see they show they show look dead. I want to show you how important it was that Paul came. And as a church, it's important that we be like Paul and grab these other people and say, no, uh, let me let me introduce you to a man. You know, I heard Glenda say years ago that when before she came to the Lord, there was someone who I guess kept inviting you to Bible study. Right. And they basically introduced her. But I think five years later or six years was five, five or six years later, she ended up actually giving her life to Christ. Somebody decided to be Paul in her life. Who, who, Who in your life can you be Paul to? I want to show you something. The only thing that this person in this clip wanted for their birthday Sweet, sweetheart, sweet girl, 16 years old girl, 16th birthday. The only thing she wanted for her birthday as the youth is even listening. Side conversations is very rude. Thank you so much. I ask for forgiveness later. Only thing she wanted for her birthday was to go skydiving. Dad, that's all I want. I don't know, girl. Dad, that's that's all I want. I don't want for my birthday is I just want to go skydiving. And so the father gives in. And that's a whole nother talk between the will of God and permissive will. That's a whole nother message. I don't even have time to begin to sink my teeth into that. Let me know a little bit of the word, people. And she has an accident. She falls thirty five hundred feet from the air and is presumed
1: mackenzie weatherington wanted to go skydiving for her 16th birthday so dad joseph took her after six hours of training at pegasus air sports in oklahoma she jumped but something went wrong 911, what's your emergency yeah i just had a, a first time jumper get hurt out here at pegasus air sport in Chickasha, oklahoma it came down pretty hard uh, under a canopy that's all i can see Mackenzie had fallen for over 3,000 feet and survived. She's now out of intensive care despite her injuries. Her vertebrae broke in half, her pelvic bone completely split in half. She has more broken bones than her back. She has two broken ribs. She hit the ground, but she obviously did not hit the ground. God's hand caught her. Mackenzie's family say her parachute didn't open properly
0: we were under the impression that we were doing a tandem jump that she would be on somebody's back she was rocking this way because the half of the canopy did not extend
1: Pegasus Air Sports disputes that and the US Parachute Association is investigating all Mackenzie's friends care about though is that against the odds she lived people need to hear about this people need to realize how strong McKenzie actually is and how she's fighting through something that I can't even imagine what was going through her head during the time. Mackenzie, stay in there, stay strong. We all love you. Can't wait to see your face. Doctors have said they have no idea how Mackenzie survived. They expect a long but full recovery. Hannah Thomas Peter, Sky News.
0: They expect a long but full full recovery. Ah, you didn't know Lefty Nar to tie tie, did you? I'm more than just basketball, you know. (laughs) Just because I don't wear a suit don't mean I know anything. But what I love about that clip is it wasn't that she had a horrific accident. It wasn't even the photos. That would choke anybody up if you have a kid her age or if you just have a heart or a passion for people. What I love about that is She has some friends, Dave, who was willing to try to do something to encourage her back to health. Are are we willing to be a church? Because listen to me. There are some wrecked people who drive great vehicles in Port Alberni. Their spiritual car is not only in parts, but it's spread everywhere. Even though they get in a nice boat, even though they take holiday, even though they get in a nice car. And I believe that we are in a season where the Father is saying, is there anybody in the building on the island in the region that is present that are willing to go grab some Uticus? Willing to grab some Uticus. You can clap, man. Listen, if nobody want to clap, you clap yourself. Hey. If it moves you, it moves you. Whatever's your, your 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 you know your expression, as long as it's you know in line, you know you all right. As long as your expression not you know what I mean, taking stuff off. You know, if you want to clap, you clap. Listen, I'm 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 okay with I'm at a point in my life where if it moves me, all right. Hey, Amen. Yes. You know what? Because we because cause we'll go to a Bulldogs game, and I'm not dissing the Bulldogs because I helped them with their Bible study. And somebody hit a goal, and then, whoo, woo, woo! 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 We start, we, uh, yeah. Seriously. I've been on the sideline coaching before at the high school. We score, and I'm, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. I'm hot-fiving. Me and Dave, hot-fiving. Yes, let's go, let's do it. And then we come here. Listen, basketball, as much as I love and appreciate what it's been able to do for me, basketball wasn't whooped all night long. Basketball wasn't hung on a tree. Basketball didn't go to hell gates and grab the keys so that we may have eternity forever with him. So when I come in here, i got to open my mouth. Because you know what? I think we forget the other passage. We say, we don't cry, the rocks will. We don't believe that it actually had a rock star car because then we start thinking we crazy. Oh I think I'm freaking out now. How's why is the rock why is the rock spreading God? What is going on? This teddy bear, I couldn't bring the other one because my daughter would be very upset. But back home they have something called Chuck E. Cheese. And I think they have some on the mainland. But my kids love Chuck E. Cheese. And um what I appreciate about it is that you give them Chuck E. Cheese, they they that's they don't they're not thinking about movies, they're not thinking about uh, piano lessons. They 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 love Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is like everything to them. So, I just thought it'd be better if I grabbed this because my wife had a bunny since she was five, and she passed it down to Kiara. Finally, got it out of our bedroom. I think I told y'all that story. I need I'll be sitting on. John's couch for the next year to get that healing, survive that accident. <laughs> but he, but he but she finally gave it to Kiara. And, and the last time I brought it to church, like she was very angry with me. You didn't ask me. This is my this is my bunny, Daddy. You, you, but you have to respect that it's mine, and you didn't. ask. So I didn't go, take her through that that trauma today. So I grabbed this one. But it's something about this, and I just want to read something that I found. This is not mine, so I have to give rights to what I what I found, just this piece that I found. It's called Teddy Bear Faith, and I eventually want to share this with the younger ministry as well. But I, I just this really blessed my heart because when you were younger, did you have a teddy bear or another cherished possession? Did you hold it? Did you talk to it? Hug it close to you? Did it comfort you? Did it encourage you? If you couldn't find it, did you turn everything upside down to look for it? Teddy bears remind us of childlike faith. They remind us of the sense of the security and comfort we gain simply by their presence. God loves us more than anyone, anyone's beloved child's possession. And his constant companionship reminds us of the comfort, the security and the love that can only be found in him. And I, I, I read that because if, 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 if he said in the last day, I will pour out my, my spirit. He said pour out to all of us. And if he does that and he's in us, then it's easier for us to drop what we're doing. Job's going well. Everything's going well. That third floor mentality i'm talking about to come down to the first floor and do this to do what those kids did for their friend to become a greatest cheerleader listen i'm not going to turn you away until i hear you say lord i surrender i'm not going to turn you away until i see that 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 breakthrough that you were desiring to see happen in your life because let me tell you something sometimes if you can't understand that this is an accident, if I came in here dressed like this, you'd surely think that I had an accident. And I'm, I'm, I'm preaching every Sunday, and in my mind, everything's okay. And you will probably say, why does he not see that he's had an accident? But to me, when I got up this morning and I looked in the mirror, surely I was ready to bring a word. And so I decided that I'd share what God has given me. But surely this is an accident. And if you don't understand this, I get it. If if, if you don't understand that driving down the street with a missing bumper is an accident, I get it. If If you don't understand that as John sat down in that seat, if I sit down, I won't be able to get up. And it's out of place. It's in here, not in the car. That, that's an accident. But I want to show you something because when I was a kid, and my two helpers can stand to the back and get ready, but yes, you can stand to the back and get ready. Thank you. When I was a kid, my mom asked me not to reach for this bike. I had got this. Hey, first of all, it was terrible. They should have never showed it to me. I can't have it, why show it to me? I'm like a little kid, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want it. So it was this bike, and she couldn't really afford to have it put together, so she was gonna either get my grandfather to do it, or when she finally caught up to my dad a week, two weeks, or a month later, he would probably do it. So I got tired of waiting, why? Cause everyone is outside riding their bike. So, and it's in my room on top of this closet. And the box was open. So I climbed. I'm little, I had to have been like seven or eight, man. I'm climbing, and I reach inside the box, and I grab to pull something, and the only thing I hear is, ah, and I fall, and I see a whole bunch of blood. Now I'm freaked out because now I'm bleeding like, oh, my God, oh. And in my mind, so many things are going through my mind. My father's going to kill me. My mother's going to get me. After she gets me, my father's going to get me. Oh, my God. And then I'm thinking, I should have just listened and not. So many things are happening. So I end up getting Ten stitches right here. My thumb was like hang, It was bad. I ended up getting ten, ten to twelve stitches right here. But if I wouldn't have told you that, you would have never know because I don't look like what I've been through. Some of you missed it. Lynn caught it. I don't look like what I've been through. I survived the accident. After time, a week maybe, two weeks, the, the pool of stitches, Still look a little sore, maybe still some swelling, but eventually it gets smaller and smaller. And I don't look like what I've been through. In fact, let me give you something else. I need my models. Where's my models? Here we go. Come on, models. Don't be bashful. Stand side by side. Now, don't don't look back. Don't start cheating, people. I want to show you something. Because many of you have seen them come in today. So you have a picture of what they looked like. And if you don't, that's your problem. And you behave, okay? This is not the romance dance floor, okay? You stay in your seat. Cause I've seen my wife dressed up like that. I, hey, you want to speed this up, buddy? <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just being honest. So let me show you just how clean it can look. Because when God put it together, he fixes as if it never happened. It looks so beautiful and so, yeah. Come on down, Cheryl. Let's give her a hand. Uh-oh. Come on down. Come on down, Cheryl. There you go. Stretch your stuff. Come on. There we go. Check it out. Come on up. 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 Turn around. Let everybody see you. Turn around. Okay. This is a product, a finished product of what God has given. He may say, Lefty, wait till I to see some nice clothes. And she's nice. Yes. But what you didn't see was the accident. You just see how God put it back together. I'm not talking about her personally. I'm talking about us as a body. The different accidents and storms that we go through. And when God fixes it, he does that. It's just like, man, do you, yeah, I'm cool. Everything, all right. What, what are you talking about? It's because she decided to change pants. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Now, if you didn't catch that one, that's the <laughs> she decided to change pants. I'm not going to keep peeing and pooping on myself in areas of my life. I choose to be who God says I am, and I choose to be present. Thank you, Cheryl. Give her a hand, please. And those of you who felt like, you know, Lefty just put everybody on the spot, I actually called. I'm getting better, so I hear you. I called these people yesterday. Hey, it's better than today. I'm learning, all right? Come on down, Brad. Let's give Brad a hand. Come on. Woo! Set the stuff, Brad. There we go. Jam, behave, Jam. Behave, Jam. Behave. Woo! Check them out. Come on. Check them out. Show the suit. Show the threads, man. Woo! There we go. Wait. Go ahead and put it on. You know. Take the jacket off, man. Come on. You know. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Show the. Hey, come on. Wrap it around. There you go. Yeah. 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 Let me, let me let me let me explain something to you. Does this look like a man was it a year ago? Two years ago? Had some heart issues and had to go to the hospital? Does it look like can you you sure you surely you can't tell? Look at listen, look at God's faithfulness. Because Brad is standing here proud in his threads, looking sharp as ever, but he is saying, I survived. The accident. Certain things that that probably could have killed me, I survived. That last accident, whoo! I didn't think I would recover from that blow. It surely should have left me in bed another two three days. Thank you. Surely, but I survived the accident. What what are you surviving? What have you been through in your life? He said, I've survived. It surely knocked me off balance, but it didn't knock me off my feet. Had a million things going in my head when, when I thought I was going to lose my wife. When I got home and saw her, I whew, survived the accident. John, stand up for me, please. There's things that he's been through in his life where, where, where it, 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 we go through stuff and we say, oh, why? How? He gave testimony this morning that if a clerk would to smile, surely he'd cry. Some of you are in that place where he was. And this is not a cheap pump. And this is why we need to read the book. I read the back of just the introduction and I told Dave and uh, Fred yesterday we were here. I said, man, this is a lifetime movie. Did didn't I? I said, oh, my God. You, I don't know. you can survive the accident. You can survive the accident. I was seeing your pastor as a testament of God's goodness, his grace, his favor, his mercy, his love. I mean, can I, can I, I can go on and on? And the word that I have for you, John, which I shared with you earlier, can I? You mind if I? OK. So I had a word for John and sometimes I, I don't never know where he is in this space when he because we go back and forth like this. And and I never know where, where is he going to come back at me with it, because John knows so much in terms of the words. So I feel the need to make sure I got it correct. Relax. <laughs> but what I can appreciate is that he was approachable in this. And I wasn't going to tell him, was I? You know, you asked me. It took me forever to tell you. you Oh, thank you. Okay. (laughs) So I began to tell him and the word was this. And often the reason why I'm sharing this, just so you know, is that I often hear John say that if you want that word, grab that word. Right. And so the word was this. I I, I saw any of you ever seen the game Jenga. It's like a block game. Okay, those of you who haven't, it's like a block game. Right. And you grab the little pieces and you got to try to replace it. And be careful that you don't have an accident, that you don't drop it. And and I felt like the Lord was saying to John that you don't have to do that with me. No matter where you choose from on this block, you can pull from anywhere and trust that it's not fragile. Trust that it won't be broken. And then when you put it back in place, you can pretty much watch that foundation. I have you in my hand. So anybody else who wants that word, you can have it. Dave, can you come up for me? I'm getting ready to close, but I have one more thing for you. If I stood from this podium and I dropped a plate, a glass plate, it would fall in, it would shatter and fall apart. If I dropped a bag of flour, it would bust and it would splatter. But if I dropped this ball, They to do this in the yard. It's too poor to get a video game. Too poor to get a basketball goal. Lived in the projects with 10 floors and had no driveway. It bounced back. because of what it's made of and I challenge us to dig deep down inside and figure out what are we made of because the secret is the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you causes you not to break shatter splatter But bounce back. And I don't care what you may be going through. Listen, I don't care what the doctor said. Don't tell me what the doctor said. They say, I survived the accident. I survived the accident. Listen, I was Eutychus. Yeah. I had that moment where I fell out of church. Some of you don't know the story. But leadership does. Elders do. The council do. I ran for ministry for three years. I knew God was calling me. How do I leave the third floor? <laughs> Good God Almighty. How do I stop traveling the world? Forget about the country. And come to the third floor and throw my arms around the Uticas. The Uticus of Port Alberni. The Uticus of Vancouver Island. The Uticus of North America. I survived the accident. Many of you may be sitting here today and say, Lefty, I wasn't with you in the beginning. Give me a little bit of volume. I wasn't sure where you were going with this but I feel you in the spirit now the enemy should have never let me get it but I got it now I'm willing to get naked and say here's what I'm going through I'm tired of pooping and peeing on myself I'm willing to be like Paul you know I'm not even sure how many years I got left Paul wasn't sure. I'm not sure if, if, if I head this route, will it kill me? But while I'm here, I'm going to go down to the first floor and help somebody that fell out. And I'm going to cover them. I'm going to cover them. Because as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. I serve the Lord. I survived the accident. Stand to your feet. I survived the accident. I don't care. You might be going through a divorce. It ain't going to kill you. It ain't going to kill you. You might not be in the middle of a divorce, but you're arguing back and forth. It ain't going to kill you. What will, what will make you feel like it kills you is if you don't come down from that high horse, from that third level to that first floor and say, I'm going to wrap my arm. I, I got this. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to revive this thing that people think is dead, that people say is lost, that people say is over, that people say is finished. And I'm going to give God the Glory. Ministry team, if you can grab your badges and go to the back for me, you know who you are. Notice it's not a communion Sunday. We were meant to have it. John decided to go another direction with stuff that was going on. And, and, and people said, what, what about communion? What about communion? We'll have it. This part that I like. Is that we get the opportunity to have ministry time. Because this is more important than any sermon I can ever preach. This is more important than any word John or Dave can ever give you. If you're saying I'm willing to come from the third level and go to the first level. I would like for you to take this time, as our ministry team is in place, to just come and come, come and pray, come and just let them love on you. Come and be the Eutychus. Let them play Paul for you, and wrap them arms around you. Revival is here. It's not coming, and it starts with us. It ain't on the way. Quit begging and asking God. It's here.